Hello and welcome to Follow Your Flow, a spiritual podcast, a space where you get to activate your own inner magic for the power of conscious conversation. As always, as we step into this space, I ask that you do so with an open heart, an open mind and a willingness to receive any messages that the universe might have waiting for you. Because you honestly never know. I don't know how many times I have been listening mindlessly to a podcast in the background while I've been doing something and out of nowhere a word or a sentence or something about that episode just sucked me straight in and I had that intuitive hit, that gut feeling that that particular line or sentence was a message and it resonated and it created momentum and inspired something in me. It realigned something. And that's what I hope that there's going to be waiting for you somewhere in this message. And if there isn't, if what I'm saying doesn't resonate for you, that is completely okay too. I'm only human. I am flawed. I am definitely, definitely flawed, definitely imperfect, definitely falling forward, failing forward 24 seven towards becoming a better human being and I can only bring you my wisdom from my own lens and that might not resonate and that is okay especially as we're diving into a topic that is so divided between spiritual and well-being communities and people in general society in gen society in general we have a very mixed bag um of you know those of us that existed before social media and even uttering that sentence just made me cringe that I was around before social media because I actually can't imagine a world where some form of social media doesn't exist so it's crazy that I just said that because it makes me realize that I ain't no spring chicken anymore but that's okay too that is okay too so as a lot of you know, I, I, I'm a digital marketer, but I'm also in the spiritual community as well. And I work with spiritual practitioners, entrepreneurs, heart-led um, organisations, um, people that want to make a difference in the world in some way, shape or form. They want to create a positive impact. And throughout the last six or seven years that I've been in this community in the online space I've noticed this really big divide between you either love social media or you hate social media and it's never been more prevalent than it has been in the last few years since we had lockdown and all of that jazz how easily social media can be used to create chaos <laughs> chaos divide harm you know it's highlighted so many different elements to why people do want to stay away from social media and I can understand that but as someone who works in the digital online space I'm also aware of how powerful social media can be as a tool for positive impact and positive change and it breaks my heart that people feel so disconnected from social media 
because of all the harm that that others have done using it, that their message isn't being shared, their voice isn't being shared, they're not showing up. And I've been in that space too. You know I have, I've admitted that on previous episodes, that I would dim down and not shine because I didn't want the negative comeback from that. The realisation that I've kind of come to is some of the most beautiful connections that I have ever had, the people in my life that I have now, most of them are a result of social media. It has made it possible for me to find like-minded community members in person and virtually. I have got friends across the world that I have developed such deep and meaningful friendships with. I've learned things from these people that I would have never had the opportunity to learn if it wasn't for social media. If it wasn't for finding the people on social media that I found, I might have never had the the motivation or the courage to pursue the things that I'm pursuing, to step out of that box that we're all in because of society and the normality of just, you know, following the flow of society and finding and paving my own way. Social media has a lot of negative aspects to it. And there's this rhetoric that, you know, you shouldn't spend a lot of time on social media, that social media is bad for you and unplug. And yes, it is healthy to unplug. And like everything, it's moderation. It's not just social media that you have to create boundaries with. It's all aspects of your life. It's all the different relationships you have with yourself, with others, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. It's not just that social media is good, social media is bad. Social media is what you allow social media to be. And like with everything, social media is a boundary. You can be spiritual and love being online. Love showing up on social media, on websites, on blogs, on podcasts, on Instagram stories, on Facebook lives, in groups. You can love them. And there is nothing wrong with that as long as you love them for the right reasons. Like I said last week about vanity metrics and attaching your worth to numbers, follower accounts, likes, shares, follows. From a business perspective, if you're looking at the analytics, those numbers do have importance. Not about you, but about how your business is performing and where you can tweak your messaging accordingly to allow you to reach the people you need to reach to support them. Social media 
should not leave you feeling overwhelmed, unworthy, drained, any more than any other area of your life should leave you feeling that way. There has to be a healthy balance. There has to be boundaries with social media. Now, I'm a creative at heart. I'm a digital creator because I find it easier to create online and share online. And I'm passionate about doing so. I'm passionate about helping other people utilize their social media and their online presence to create impact and positive change, however they feel called to create it. And that's because I learned very early on that if I didn't cultivate my online environment, it would become toxic. And it is so easy to get pulled into the social media highlight reel, the social media rat race, how everything looks perfect and pretty. And yes, it can. And I understand it can. And I understand for a lot of people that's not reality. But you have to look at the context of that. There is a big difference to someone setting up a picture because it brings them creative joy to take that picture and share it with the world to someone taking a picture that does not reflect their actual reality and trying to sell a story that isn't true. And that's where a lot of people get pulled down with by social media because they buy into the stories that aren't true. One of my biggest boundaries that I have with social media is that I take people's lifestyle pictures with a pinch of salt. When people try to show me this image of perfectionism, I take it with a pinch of salt. When people are showing me their spiritual practices and how embodied they are, as much as they might be, I take it with a pinch of salt because I know that that moment they're sharing might be a perfect moment for them, but the next might be chaotic. I take what I need from that content and I leave the rest and I never use it for comparison anymore because I've been down that rabbit hole and like I said, over the last year, I've really worked hard on learning how to break down the stories that I was telling myself about social media and how the way that other people showed up online reflected back to me where I was missing things in my life. And what I came to realize was I needed to cultivate things within myself and start attaching my worth to creating a persona that other people had created for themselves. Social media can be very fake. Of course it can. A lot of things can be fake. It's using that discernment. I love cottagecore content. 
I love to see people dress up as, as fucking fairies and, and frolic around a field. It just brings me a bit of whimsical joy. But it brings me joy. I know it's not real. I know that it's been set up. I know they've set up the scene and they've set up the camera and they've done all these things. I know that. Just the same as I know from being a vlogger and creative myself that a lot of the time when we're creating and sharing on social media or sharing on YouTube or anything like that, it's not to create this image of, oh, my life is perfect. It's to bring people a sense of peace and calm for a small while. If people are watching that content and twisting it and turning it to mean something about their life and how their life is lacking in some way that is that individual person's responsibility to do the inner work it is not the responsibility of the person that is intentionally creating something to share to create a specific feeling to change or show up differently because the person receiving it is triggered because they haven't got that version of reality. If you follow a lot of creators like that, they will be upfront and honest and say to you, this is just a creative expression format for me. This is just something that I do to express myself, express a part of myself that I might not express otherwise. And it's to bring and inspire people. So if someone is triggered by someone showing up and creatively expressing themselves in a specific way, ask yourself why. Why are you consuming content that isn't serving you, that is leaving you feeling that way? What is he asking you to go inward and look at? And that was a big one for me. And I started to recognize that I was watching a lot of the wrong things before. I was watching things that made me believe that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't doing enough, that I needed to do more, be more, show up more. And when I started working on myself and started building those barriers, those boundaries, and stopped making it about me or... Um, you know, attaching my worth to things, I started to cultivate an online environment that whenever I come off social media, I don't feel drained anymore. I don't feel depressed or down or low because I've catered my environment to reflect the energy that I want to see in the world. And that's not toxic positivity at all. I follow a lot of people who are raw and open and vulnerable and they show the shitty side of life. They show the crappier bits when things go wrong and they show the beauty too. They show the polarity and that's the kind of accounts that I follow. Do I follow a lot of cottagecore things? I do because I love the aesthetics. Do I follow a lot of um bookstagram stuff i do because i like the aesthetic i like the idea of what it represents but i don't make it mean anything about me because i don't have that because i can't replicate that in this same way 
And I think that's the biggest key to take away from social media is social media is whatever you decide it is. If you decide that it's toxic, it's going to be toxic. And because it's toxic, you're going to subconsciously search for things that reaffirm that. And that is going to feed into your energy, okay? You know, we attract and we call in what we believe. And if we generally believe that, you know, social media is just a toxic tool, then you're going to find things that reflect that as truth. If you start believing that social media, when used appropriately, is a tool for growth, for connection, for learning, for inspiration and motivation, you are going to consciously search for things that cultivate that feeling even more. The key is to create the boundary where when you find those things, you use them as reflective motivation. You don't use them as permission slips to make it about you lacking in any way shape or form social media is powerful lives have been changed for the good through social media and lives have been changed for the worse and that is a fear for a lot of people a lot of people don't want to be on social media and that is okay too there are no rules here but it saddens me to think of all the heart-centered entrepreneurs and soul leaders, change makers, well-being advocates, healers, shadow workers, all the people that could make an impact, a positive change in their own unique way, who want to come onto the online space, but they're so intimidated by it because they've either had a negative experience or they've been led to believe that it's unhealthy. Anything in excess is unhealthy. It's making sure that you know your limits and that you know when to pull back and to create a healthy balance. It's all about how you navigate it. And I now have a Follow Your Flow, the spiritual podcast Instagram, which is brand new because I feel like this platform deserves to have its own space because a lot of the work that I've done here and the people that I'm calling in to come into this space and share their message, it's powerful work and it deserves to be heard and given a platform. And I enjoy that. And I also manage other people's social medias. So I am on social media a lot in some respects, but not time-wise. I'm intentional about when I'm there, what I consume, what I don't consume. And that's how you build a healthy relationship to social media. You look at what feels good what feels true to you, what time limits 
feel good for you. Maybe you only go on once or twice a week. Maybe you go on several times a day. That's okay. As long as when you're leaving that space, you are not leaving it feeling unworthy, drained, exhausted, negatively impacted in an extreme way. There's always going to be polarity. There's always going to be negativity in some way, shape or form, regardless to whether it's out there on the streets or it's out there on the virtual space. That's just the the flip of the coin with humanity. But it doesn't mean that just because something has a rap for being toxic, that it is. There are toxic aspects you just have to create the the boundary and decide how much am I going to allow it to impact me. So how is social media making you feel? And is it something that you need to change in yourself and in your environment? If certain accounts or certain people are making you feel bad or they're harmful in some way the block button is a mighty powerful tool use it unapologetically with that I just wanted to just kind of just reiterate if you have any questions about this I probably will go into this in more depth in a week or two or if there's any questions that you have about how can I create healthy boundaries with social media let me know and I'll create maybe like a four-step guide or something like that to to actionable tools to use. So I would love to know how you found this conversation. Has it opened your mind around how to utilise social media? Um, Has it encouraged you to create healthier boundaries with social media, to look at how you utilize and navigate the platforms, who you let into your virtual space, how to cultivate your environment. I would absolutely love to let, love to know. Absolutely love to know. So with that, I'm going to put the link to the Follow Your Flow Spiritual Podcast Instagram account because I do want this podcast to have its platform, have its voice. I feel it deserves it. I feel like there is enough content here that it can be shared out and it can support people who need it when they need it most and I trust that those that need it most will find it so until then be safe be well and I'll catch you next time